Hello Bay Talk podcast with Caroline, where we speak with local business and keep up to date with all things local in Sydney's inner west. Hi, I'm Caroline, host of the show and founder of Bay Talk. Special thanks to my son Richard for producing the intro music. In this podcast, I speak with Keturah Stoltenberg, a pregnancy and birth massage therapist based in Annadale. We discuss doula, the benefit of massage therapy for babies during pregnancy, birth and postpartum, and other services that Keturah offers. Hi Keturah, thanks so much for speaking with me. I have to admit that even though I have three children, I'm very ignorant about what you do, so I'm really looking forward to hearing. Hi Caroline, thank you for the opportunity of um, being able to talk on your podcast. That's great, that's fine. Now, so you're a massage and tactile therapist, and can you tell us a bit about what a postpartum doula is? Sure, well... Many people are now starting to become familiar with the concept of a birth doula, um, which is in short a non-medical birth companion who supports women through their pregnancy, labour and birth, and for a short time after the baby is born. But less is known of a postpartum doula. So often a woman's perinatal team comes to a halt once she births her child. Mm. The very thing that everybody's been waiting for, and that's the baby, has now arrived. So very little acknowledgement goes to the fact that when a baby is born, another birth has taken place, and that is the birth of a mother. Yeah. So even with diligent planning and a positive birth experience, the mother has still been through a strenuous, significant life event. So I believe this is a time when a new mother needs nurturing support and practical help, perhaps even more than ever, and that's where a postpartum doula comes in. Mm, would you like to learn more yeah actually I really would because I'm just thinking back to you know three children and and there is there's all that care up until your 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 requirements are finished (laughs) and you've and you've given birth to this 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 thing that you kind of like well what do I do now and and now who's looking after me I've got to look after this this baby but I have no one to look after me and yeah that's a really really scary time It's exactly right. There's a lot of fear and there's a lot of um, perhaps confusion and shock um, maybe about the birth experience or just who that woman is now. Mm. So it's a time um, when postpartum mothers don't need information overload. We actually know that their brains are now geared up quite differently. So they don't need more books, more graphs, more handouts, more strict structured routines that talk at her. And actually, that undermines her confidence and her intuition. Can I just so what say, she, sorry, can I yeah, just say something ahead. there just on that? So much advice is given to you, isn't it? As a new mum, everyone gives you advice. And just any new mum that's listening is listen to your gut. <laughs> Please. Exactly. Listen yeah. to your gut because everyone has got all the advice under the sun, but um, they're not you. <laughs> it's all there. It's it's all within that mother. But mm. there's that feeling that she needs to look externally or look to an expert or look to another handout or look to a book. Um, but really she just needs somebody that will encourage, reassure, respect and honour her feelings. As I said, she may um, be in shock or confusion about her birthing experience. Um, There's a shift of identity, there's emotional exhaustion, sleep deprivation and physical and structural changes to her body. Mm. So 
postpartum doulas help emotionally by um, assisting her to ease that transition into motherhood, um, being non-judgmental listeners if she needs to debrief, chat, cry, show vulnerability, or just be honest about how she's feeling. Um, on a practical level, um, things can be done there, like light chores or uh, laundry. And I've got to say, I'm sure you'll agree as a mother, that freshening up the kitchen or making the bed with fresh linen goes a long way in helping a mother's emotional well-being. Absolutely, yeah. So little things like that, creating a, um, a warm, comforting environment in her home, um, preparing and cooking nourishing food, overseeing her during feeding, bathing or settling. And as a postpartum doula, I can also offer um, massage for the woman, but also teach her how to massage her baby as well. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's lovely. I can remember doing that with, um, with my middle child. Um, used to massage her legs while my husband would read her a story. And oh, that's lovely. Such a nice way to bond. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was lovely. Yeah. So just yeah. Um, with massage therapy then, what, what raised your interest in, in massage um, therapy? Um, well, I'd worked in various admin roles, um, but I'd always had an interest in alternative therapies. And so after birthing my first son, which I um, can't believe is nearly 20 years ago, <laughs> I decided that this would be the right time. And by the way, I still feel very postpartum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that ever goes away. But um, I decided it was the right time and the right circumstances to follow my heart and work with pregnant and postnatal women. So the first step towards that was to achieve a qualification in remedial massage and to specialise in maternity massage. Mm -hmm. um, and this, so that was an opportunity for me to do my heart-based uh, work, but also give me flexibility in working hours around my my child and being a mum. Yeah, that, and that's um, I think a lot of women do that, don't they? Sort of change their career paths because um, because they become mums, and so yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of. We won't go into it today, but the the brain of a new mother has changed so much and one of the things that um, it's now geared to do is something more creative, something more emotional and something more nurturing. So that's why a lot of mums change career paths when they become a mother. Oh, oh we'll have to talk hmm. about that one day. Obviously, That would be another time, day, would another be, podcast. Oh, yeah, I'd be really interested <laughs> to know actually. It's, it's really fascinating, yeah. Yeah. Now, mm. what is the benefit of massage for a baby and at what age can you start massaging your baby? So there are many benefits. Um, some of the popular ones are obviously providing relief for common discomfort. So things like colic and teething, colds and congestion. Um, another favourite benefit is that due to the relaxation response and settling of the nervous system, many mothers report that their babies sleep longer and more soundly. So that's obviously something that's mm. well sought after um, and take shorter times to settle. But one of my favourite benefits um, relate to the baby's brain development. Um, and if I can just explain in brief, mm -hmm. a, a baby is born with around 200 million brain neurons, so cells, mm -hmm. but with very few synapses, so very few connections. So the firing of these connections is dependent on a process which is called myelination, um, massage speeds up the process of myelination by enabling messages to be transmitted more effectively with brain-body communication. So babies that cry a lot 
could be due to an immature nervous system, um, which makes massage very, very helpful to speed up this myelination or firing of those connections. So to that's speed up their development. It's that's another another podcast, Caroline. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that really is incredible because that myelin that's protecting your nerves and everything. Well, if that's not there, then that's when you have difficulties, isn't it, for messages to be able to be reasonable, transmitted, yeah, sent around your body. Um, yeah, it's that's very yeah. interesting. Oh, that definitely. Yeah. Another podcast. Everyone's going to have to listen out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like subject in itself, but it really like just blew me away when I realised that that's actually one of the things that can happen. And then, of course, um, the other benefit is which is really valuable is that parent-baby attachment and bonding. So research shows that relationships we create with our primary caregivers um, help form the blueprint for those relationships throughout our lifetime. So during baby massage, we are practicing some of the main elements of bonding, which is eye contact, production of oxytocin, which is the hormone of love, Mm -hmm. voice recognition, smell and touch. So that, that in itself is really, really powerful and can help them um, if it's the mother or whoever is the baby's caregiver to also have all those feel-good home hormones produced in them. Yeah, now this is, sorry, this is off um, from what we discussed, so I'm not going to throw you under a bus, but I it's just okay. want to know is... This would surely link to postnatal depression, would it? With this yeah, massage, and if you've got a happier baby, um, you know, the obvious repercussions of having a happier baby for the mother are obvious. <laughs> exactly. I, As I was saying, um, the, the main elements of bonding, I was so tempted to talk about postpartum depression, but I think that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But definitely. Yeah. So... Anytime you massage or you, you give or you receive, you produce oxytocin. And oxytocin is just your love, feel-good connection hormone. So um, in actual fact, you know, you're just um, magnetically attracted to your baby when you massage him or her. So definitely improves the mood and perhaps helps prevent or, you know, stop the postpartum depression from becoming you know, a bigger problem. Yeah, yeah. Can be very useful, yeah. Now, what are the benefits for mum for um, receiving a remedial massage during pregnancy, birth and postpartum? What's what's the benefits there? So once again, like there's pages and pages, but um, for pregnant women, it improves their circulation, um, which results in greater blood flow, nutrition, energy and oxygen to the mother and the baby. Um, it alleviates stress on their joints and muscles and relieves discomforts like low back, pelvic, hip pain and specific discomforts that pregnant women get, sinus, headaches, leg cramps, sciatica and those sorts of things. And in pre-labour, a massage facilitates relaxation which brings awareness to the mind, body and baby. And so it can also help to balance emotions, um, provide energy and relax muscles in preparation birth so that's our pregnancy benefits in established labor so in birth flooding the brain with pleasurable sensations can provide enormous distraction and relief and most uh, women respond well to therapeutic massage 
um, in between their contractions, so generally uh, treating generalised and localised muscle tension. Um, and as we've just mentioned, it floods the brain with oxytocin, which is, which is the, uh, I know we'll discuss this a little bit later, but it really is the induction um, hormone as well. Oh, so, okay. yeah. yeah, so, and during um, contractions, um, effective tactile therapy is usually firm stationary compressions that provide counter pressure. So to areas like the pelvis and sacrum. Um, specific massage techniques can be used for back labour and then acupressure points and essential oils can be an additional beneficial uh, thing to stimulate labour to initiate or if it's slowed down or stopped to, to start the process again. Um, and then postpartum, well, as we've just learned, birthing a baby is physically fatiguing. Um, awkward positions can be held tightly in the body for numerous hours and it's common for women to say they feel damaged or they feel misaligned following mm -hmm. birth. So understanding the adjustment to a mother's pelvic girdle um, and surrounding structures and common discomforts that she has long spending long hours cradling and feeding her baby, you know, the classic neck, breastfeeding neck and shoulder pain. Oh, yeah. Um, so it addresses musculoskeletal issues, but also stabilise emotions and hormones and lessens fatigue. And I thought it'd be worth mentioning it's safe to receive a massage following a cesarean birth. You might need clearance from your health care provider um, if complications were present, but usually we can start something immediately there too. Okay. So you mentioned the, the serotonin being a bit of an induction and that leads um, to, to the next question is, can massage be used to induce labour? Yeah, it's an interesting one because I often have women ask me whether I can help induce their labour. So labour induction is a medical term and massage therapy is a non-pharmacological treatment. So it won't directly bring a woman into labour. Um, but there are many reasons why a woman is not going into spontaneous labour. And what we do know is that massage provides relaxation, body awareness, a feeling of wellness and balance. And in addition, working on areas of tightness and restriction, notably in the low back, pelvis, legs and jaw, can assist in better alignment of the mother's body for successful passage of the baby. Um, the emotional well-being that results from a massage may encourage positive feelings of letting go. So maybe the woman is just holding on to something that she's still afraid of or hasn't quite processed. So sometimes in the massage I can actually feel a woman just kind of almost there's a feeling of surrender where she just kind of lightens up and drops a little bit and lets go. And... Um, Acupressure points are also used to stimulate hormonal activity, prepare the uterus, soften the cervix. Um, essential oils are used for uh, positive mind. So I guess a, a better way to look at the impact of massage in initiating labour is that it can provide a valuable and effective means of labour preparation. Um, there are no magic wands but if the baby's body and baby are ready, it can certainly encourage and support the process. Okay, and it sounds like it makes it a much less stressful um, time as well. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it can it can really help to take away those fears or those, 
you know, as I said, just just things that the mother's holding on to, either musculoskeletally or emotionally, um, and she she often feels feels ready after the massage. And sometimes mothers do have contractions on the massage table, um, but I I won't say that massage alone induces labour. Okay. Now another thing you you offer, you have said that it's um, and that's still early stages, but you offer postpartum meal preparation. Well, Sonny, how does how does this work? And is it um, do you come to the person's home, or is will you be delivering the food? How how what's your plans? Yeah, so I'm planning. Um, it's it's currently um, you know in the planning stages, but I have started sort of doing a little bit of experimenting. Mm-hmm. So there are two options. One is that I can cook in the person's home, so it can be in conjunction with a postpartum package. So what we find the postpartum doula. And part of that package is cooking meals, mm-hmm. and I can do that in their home. Or if they just want it as a standalone service, I prepare meals um, in a commercial kitchen and then deliver it to their home. So the meals are, you know, they're prepared with thought and love. Um, I I tend to nurture my own family um, through food a lot. Okay. And so there's a lot of thought that goes into the nutritional needs of a postpartum mother. So in the early weeks, she, her digestive system is quite vulnerable. So she'll create, she'll crave warm, soft, sweet, nourishing foods like puddings, soups and broths. Um, I make two types of broth, a bone broth with organic chicken bones that is allowed to simmer for about 30 hours. So it's amazing. Optimum. It's just (laughs) just delicious actually. I don't mind drinking it in a mug every day and it's like you feel like you're having a cup of medicine. Um, And the other broth is a shiitake mushroom broth, um, which is equally nourishing with immune-boosting ingredients. So as the mother gets stronger, comfort, heartwarming, homemade foods, are a vital part of her recovery mm. and these meals then can be enjoyed by the whole family so there's family favorites um, in there like beautiful bolognese and um, other types of soups and curries yes. and yeah so and of course we don't want to forget the lactation cookies um, which are helpful for building milk supply and lactation oh I've never heard of yeah. that. So what's, what's yeah. the secret ingredient in lactation cookies? Um, I'm, I am experimenting a little bit with those. I know mm-hmm. brewer's yeast is, is one of the ingredients that I'm finding what's the, the – the, it doesn't taste very nice, so I'm trying to work with it so that okay. it's still um, – but, yeah, things like oats, um, various seeds, um, and – the other thing is it's helpful for milk supply, but again, it's also helpful for producing oxytocin, which is another way that that mother will be able to to get a good milk supply. Mm. Now, with this yeah. postpartum meal preparation, my I just went to the you know it's really so that the mum that you know the 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 woman's just had the baby, so that she feels like she's got a mum. Really, like, you know, we now live, like, all my family is, is, is overseas and a lot of people have family overseas or too far away to help. So it's kind of like giving you back that old-fashioned, you know, feeling of, of your mum coming in and helping to cook and do stuff for you when so that you can just look after your baby. And that's exactly. just where it just brought me to that. I thought that would be just so nice to, to well, have I've, that feeling of being looked after. I've obviously... Um, 
expressed it well because you've it's spot on what you've just said. <laughs> so, I mean, that was going to be a part of my concluding comments too, really, that, uh, you know, doula comes from an old uh, a Greek term which means mothering the mother. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And, yeah, and my comments oh, were I going to be. because it's just <laughs> such a nice, really, really nice concept. It really is. And we've forgotten, um, our society has really forgotten how to honour and celebrate motherhood. Mm. Um, many of us, as you've just said, and I was the same, I, my family live far away. Um, the village that our ancestors enjoyed has, has mostly been forgotten in our Western culture. Women are just expected to to bounce back or mm. to be back in their skinny jeans. I was going to be... say, yeah, there's that pressure <laughs> well, too. It's, it's not The pressure, fair. yeah. It's, and it was never intended to be a one-woman show. Um, and so part of you know what a postpartum doula does is really what all women should have anyway um mm. and i think one thing i'd like to say is i think um the inner west has to be commended for its community mentality on this i think that we do quite well with that we are mm. quite community orient community orientated but as yeah i think that the more we talk honestly and unashamedly about our fears and experiences of mothers um, and we have more mothers reaching out to other mothers than we can establish a more supported, nurtured and nourished generation and generations to come. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. Yeah. So yeah. do you have, um, sorry that I, I, I stole that from you. on, on No, the I think it's mother, amazing. It's, um, I just really got that feeling. But do you have any other concluding comments about motherhood? Um, and also how can women um, contact you? Um, well, my concluding comments are probably what I've just said, and I think that nothing more needs to be said because that really is the gist of, of you know, what we're talking about today mm. um, is that really, yeah, mothering the mother, if we can leave on, on that thought. Yeah, and absolutely. if anyone would like to contact me, um, they can find me on my website, which is www.pregnancybirthmassage.com.au. Um, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Pregnancy Birth Beyond Massage. And I have a new uh, Instagram page, which is Motherhood by Keturah. And that's the one that I'm I'm talking about all things that we've just talked about okay. um, concerning mothers, the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the realities. <laughs> I'll put all of those links um, on the website where I put, when I post this this podcast so that everybody's got easy access to to them um, thank you yeah. Caroline look it was fantastic yeah. speaking with you thank you so much yeah thank you for the opportunity it was a joy to talk about this great thank you bye thank you bye